0: Well, here we are again at the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you're listening to Fika with Arctic Eric. We're going to continue in the New Living Translation, Romans chapter 8. This is part 7, and it's going to cover verses 35 through 39. Thanks for being here with me. If you've not listened to the other parts, I encourage you to join me at the kitchen table for those chats as well. Let's begin, as I said, Romans chapter 8, verse 35 from the New Living Translation. Paul starts with a question Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? What a marvelous question! And I think it's a question that the Holy Spirit wants to help each of us to be able to answer individually for ourselves, to convince us ourselves, is there anything that you could do or think or say that could separate you from the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus, from Christ's love for you? Now, we've looked here in chapter 8 that Christ not only uh, declares us innocent through faith in him of all the charges against us, what a wonderful assurance that is, Christ not only defends us, but he loves us and enters into a relationship with us saying that nothing will separate us from that love. We'll look at it. But it's important that we... Be convinced that nothing can separate us, that we're able to answer that for ourselves. And Paul helps us. He gives some good argument and understanding here. Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity, or are persecuted or hungry or destitute, or in danger or threatened with death? That's, that's good to know, because when trials and tests and troubles come, sometimes there are those thoughts that come and say, Well, God's turned his back on you. You deserve this. Something you've done or haven't done has brought this evil upon your head but let's look a little bit here at at what Paul went through. And Paul's the one who wrote this. Paul's the one who's totally convinced that nothing could separate him from the love of God in Christ Jesus. What does Paul say in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 26 and 27? Paul says, I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and at danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have gone without food. I have been cold and naked." I cannot uh, relate to everything he shares here, but I can relate to some of it, and I'm sure you can relate to parts of it. But look what else Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the very next chapter. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. When it comes to the things of God, weakness is a great strength. When, when we recognize, I can't do this, I can't live this Christian life apart from the enabling grace of God that's found in Jesus Christ, that spirit of grace, as he's called in Hebrews, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus Christ. I can't do it. I can't make it through these tiles, trials and tests and temptations that come Not on my own strength, not on my own power, not on my own faith, not in my own ability. And Paul says, yeah, but that's okay. When you're weak, when you acknowledge that you need help, God will be strong on your behalf. Verse 36. As the scriptures say, for your sake, we're killed every day and we're being slaughtered like sheep. Paul's quoting Psalm 44, verse 22 here. Continuing in verse 37, no, no, nothing, none of these things. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus who loved us. Let's read that again. Paul's answering the question here. Can anything separate you? Can anything separate you You here with me at the kitchen table. Can anything separate you from Christ's love? No. Nothing can, despite all these things. Overwhelming victory is ours. It's yours through Christ who loved us, who loved us, and who loves us now. Let's think about this. There's a scripture that says, Behold Look at, understand, perceive, receive, behold the manner of love the Father has placed upon us. That you and me and all who believe should be called the children of God, the sons of God. When he says, behold, let's look at that manner of love. It's a reality. And we can receive it. And through it, we can have a right relationship with God by faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. So we want to look at that love. And when we see Christ, what He did in the pages of the Bible, we can see God's love for us, God's love for you, expressed in Christ Himself what He's done for you. And more than that, what He wants to do to continue what he began when you trusted in him and placed his Holy Spirit in you. Now, verse 38, Paul is speaking. I am convinced, I am persuaded, I know that I know that I know that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. And I believe today that God wants to work that deeper and deeper in each of us so that it comes from our deepest being that we're convinced, we're persuaded that nothing can separate you, nothing can separate me, and nothing can separate us from God's love. And he goes on to say, what is he talking about? He says, neither death or life, When you die, it's just your body. You're going to continue on into eternity. You have eternal life in you when you trusted Jesus. He says that neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today or our worries for tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Oh, Holy Spirit, help us. Let that sink into us. Let that soak into us. God's love for you and God's love for me. Yes, there are angels and demons. Yes, there is death and life. Yes, there are fears. And there are worries. But God says... That's not going to separate you from the love. In fact, because of the love, we don't fear death. Because of the love, we don't fear demons. Because of the love, our fear is cast upon Jesus Christ who takes care of our tomorrows. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against his church. That's his body. That's us. The powers of hell cannot separate you from God's love. May he make that real for you today. I think C.S. Lewis said something very, very wise when it comes to the thought about angels and demons, primarily about demons. He says, we tend to either ignore Satan and his lesser ones, or we give them far too much credit. We need to recognize and proclaim that God in Christ God did it in Christ has won a victory over the powers and authorities and they've no power to keep you from inheriting the salvation God has promised for all who love him nothing on earth can separate you or me or us from God's love for us in Christ nothing May the Lord help us, help us, help us. May he help us to see that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Verse 39. No power in sky above, in the heavens above, or in the earth below. Indeed, listen now, this is speaking to each of us. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be ever able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, this conviction, this understanding, excuse me, this being convinced and understanding and persuaded, it comes to us as God through scriptures reveals Jesus Christ in his fullness as your Lord. Let's not stop with meeting him. Let's not leave him at the altar, but let's go on with him in Scripture by the Holy Spirit so that God can reveal to us his love for us as it's revealed in Jesus Christ the Lord. Marvelous, isn't it? Let's look here uh, in John chapter 16, just real quickly as a thought here with uh, verse 39. Jesus is speaking, he says, there's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He'll not speak on his own, but he'll tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine, and that's why I said, the Spirit Will tell you whatever he receives from me. Listen, the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you continually out of Scripture and share with you what Christ wants to impart to you today and every day about who he is. You know, we have that saying, it's all about Jesus. And for some, that's just too simple. And for me, it's like falling down in that proverbial rabbit hole. It's all in Jesus. And when we fall into him, we fall into his arms, we fall into an ever-increasing revelation of who he is and the depth of his love for us. Wow, that's the journey that God has planned. Well, gosh, here we go again over my uh, self-imposed 10-minute limit. So uh, I just want to say, as I've said so many times before, thank you for taking time out of your busy day today. To be with me here at the kitchen table. Yeah, this is Arctic Eric saying, God bless you today. Good day.